In today's show, we discuss, should governments be making decisions for the populations they represent, a bit like a nanny state, or is decision making best left to the individual? And now, the TNT Talk Show, daring to go where other podcasts fear to Hello, I'm Tony Fasula and I share the stage with my esteemed friend and colleague, Tayo Boya. Tayo, hello, my friend. Once again, I hope you're keeping safe and well. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do, eh? <laughs> Your tone goes ever lower. Every time I'm more upbeat, you go, <laughs> Maybe I should yeah, I just still bring a smile. Maybe I should stop by following the news, man. It's just <laughs> indeed, indeed. We can cover that today in actual fact. Right. Today, what we're gonna discuss like, on the show. Like microphones and all. <laughs> <laughs> what we're gonna discuss is should governments be making decisions for their populations that no. they represent? A little, <laughs> a little bit sometimes it's referred to as nanny state, isn't it? Or should decision-making be best left to the individuals? So, Taya, as this is your topic, do you want to kick things off? Look, it's getting ridiculous out there, man. It's, it's getting silly. Um, who was it? Uh, what's his name now? This Italian, former Italian, former Italian Prime Minister, Paolo Gentiloni, okay. is a case in point. He bragged. Uh, I don't know what year this was in, but he bragged uh, to the World Economic Forum mm. about his plans to import uh, hundreds of thousands of poorly educated economic migrants from the third world into Italy. And he said, we are very, this is a direct quotation, we are very open on migration. We are saving lives at sea. Yeah, okay, were you, were you elected to save lives, lives at sea and to flood the country with economic migrants? Or were you elected to serve the best interests of your electorate? What, what we're seeing in the West, I mean, look at, look at Germany not going ahead with Nord Stream 2. And now, well, before it was sabotaged or whatever happened to it, um, the, 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 the Germans' the, uh, gas um, prices have skyrocketed. I mean, and it's, you see, the people who are making the decisions, they got money. They're fine. In fact, so many of them are on government expense accounts that they will never feel the the effects of their own of their own edicts. I, I'm thinking about Parliament here in the UK when they made the past the law. Now I forget the specifics, but it's the past the law about having to to pay for driving into central London. There's um, like a no, right. more, the congestion charge. And yeah, then there's ULES. Right, that's, that's yeah. the, I think it's the other one I'm talking about. Uh, right, you, Les, just for the benefit of our yeah, Thank for you. our explain. listeners, what it is, it's a it's a charge applied to your car if it doesn't meet a certain standard of emissions. It's to reduce air pollution mm. in London, and the older cars, namely diesels, produce a lot of pollution. Of course, we know that, mm. and so the government have introduced this. F it's a fee. 
that if you're going to drive into London with a car that's classed as polluting, you have to pay. And it's not insignificant. It's a, a fair amount of money. But the idea is, is to dissuade people from driving in. That's it. And right. they have it has succeeded. It has stopped a lot more cars driving into London. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't sound like that's the one I'm talking about. So maybe it's just the ordinary congestion charge or whatever it is. Okay. But if you're going to central London every single day, I think it kind of mounts up. Oh, it does. Right? So what they did was they gave themselves an exemption. What? The actual people in the... The par- parliamentarians. They've got an exemption. See, that's that's naughty. So you don't... They've set don't, the rule. Why they? set the rules, but they don't, they, don't, they don't suffer from those rules. And by the way, when, do you remember a couple of years ago, it wasn't a couple, what was it, three, four years ago, when Theresa May, I believe, was prime minister, and it came up to just as at the time when Parliament was telling everybody else that they had to take um, a, a salary, uh, especially oh, I wasn't oh, the nurse. That's right. Was it remember the, the the nurses or who was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was protesting that they wanted a a salary rise mm-hmm. only of about three percent or something. That's right. Whereas the MPs were giving themselves an eighteen percent. And, and they get the, they actually decide who you know what what they get at the same time as they're telling other people you can't take any more. There's no money, and then they turn around and then they gift themselves these huge uh, huge um, salary increments. I salary mean that, that that has been rectified to a degree because there was such an uproar because of that. They have set up an independent body to examine their their workload and to. If they do offer themselves a pay rise, they have to justify it to this other body who say yes or no. Is it justifiable based on the work level that they're having to put in? So, yeah, they have put some extra checks because of rightly, as you say, that uproar that they were giving themselves a, a huge pay rise and telling everyone else no. It's turkeys see, voting for Christmas, isn't it? That, that just makes you, to me, I'm sorry to say, gullible. The people who are put onto that committee will be there will know on which side of the bread of the bread that butter lies because if they don't pony up and do what the mps want they'll just be very quietly shunted out i think that's they're probably, not quite that correct i think it is a bit more independent than that the, the only independent way which is where it goes back to our topic today the only independent way is for there to be a, a public plebiscite where everybody gets to vote on what, how much we think. So part of the election, you know, every five years, whatever it is, yeah. when we go to the polls to elect our government, it's, by the way, these people are asking for, you know, uh, an increment. How much should it be? And it should, one of them should be zero, zero percent. <laughs> and then yeah. you can have whatever else you want. You can have a 200% if you want. But as long as one of them is zero, I'm happy. Because if they've not been doing very well, they're not going to get much. And then you count it out and, and you vote. That way, there's no hanky-panky. You don't need a select committee. You don't need, because I don't trust whoever it is that, you know, whatever so-called checks and balances, they're always finding a way to get around them. Personally, personally, it should be performance-related pay. So in other words, A, how much time they're actually spending in Parliament, and B, what have they achieved in the time that they're there? If they've achieved stuff, if they've made positive contributions and somehow 
improve the the governing process as a whole yeah they should be rewarded with that with extra bonuses so they are means tested in terms of their deliverables so if they're cheap because some mps i know they will say well we've got constituencies say up north we just can't go down to london as often as we'd like but that should all be factored in if you make those those journeys on the you know at least once a month for goodness sake then you should be remunerated accordingly because you've made the effort and you're contributing to the running of government and you're giving something to the government machine but let, let's i mean that, that we're digressing a little here but when we're talking about decision making by elected officials should we encourage them to take more decisions on behalf of the population or less well less exactly less that's the whole point that it's small government government should be as small as possible and should cost us as little as possible because most of us should be the ones making decisions for ourselves uh, but making decisions for us for ourselves and for our, our society because then we take we will be forced to take ownership of the outcomes whether good or bad it's 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 our fault basically if things fall apart because we made stupid decisions but if things fall apart because somebody else has made a stupid decision it's it's really galling but don't you find that when there's a problem that's encountered people are very quick to go oh the government should do more about this or mm -hmm. the government should do more about that there's an easy out for people when mm -hmm. things do go wrong they they automatically blame the government yeah because they have no power wrong. because they have no power because Not necessarily no, it's necessarily what do you mean necessarily necessarily they have no power we can't we can't influence anything we 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 get to vote for the government and then we're told to shut up and 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 the government gets supposedly supposedly gets on with it although it doesn't now if major decisions were things that we had to vote on you know basically virtually all the time then we would be involved and it would be it would be up to us especially if i would like a situation where it is the law that you have to vote if you can vote you sh you have to take part in these referenda and it should probably be like um, a referendum every month. So, you know, at the, end of, uh, the last Thursday of every month, there's a referendum on va various issues, and you've, you've got to go in and you've got to take a, uh, make a decision. Hopefully, Would it not, if, if, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I think, actually, that's a great uh, idea. Absolutely. Well, that's the end of the show, isn't it? No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's a great idea for the referenda. I think mm -hmm. that's a great idea because... Up to now, that's not been logistically possible. Mm. That's why we only have a government. Okay, we give them a set time period, so they they have I don't know a year, a five year term it is in the UK, and we vote again every five years, and we leave the day to day running of the country to them. But big decisions they choose to do them on our behalf. But you're right. Maybe we should adopt the Swiss model. The Switzerland, they have more referendum than than obviously we do. I mean, it's not as many as we think, but it's still maybe three a year or something like that, three or four. And 
that's still good because you're asking the people about major decisions that affect the majority of them. And we should have more of those. So, but technology that's coming up may resolve this problem because the, the issue with a lot of voting is to know who the voter is. You have to be able to be identified that you are legitimately a citizen of the country in question in order that you can vote and you then don't vote again and again and again in the same in the same election so the idea that technology can be brought in that can influence this is is welcome although there are people out there who aren't sure of whether to trust the technology but i think if it's taken out of government hands to to do the actual voting so for instance you could even vote on your phone you'd need a fingerprint that verifies you you'd have to answer a couple of questions so you know what it is you're voting for and then you cast your vote and that is then monitored end to end and you can see if you wanted to as a member of the public where your vote is and you can follow it through and go yeah that's me I voted. What about the what about the homeless people who don't have phones? But the thing is, though, we would be able to. I mean, I I I did say that voting is not necessarily for everybody. I think there has to be some stipulation. For instance, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. Why is it a right? Why is it a right to vote? Because because they're in society, and because okay. if they don't, they don't get the right. Society, but they don't vote. Sorry. Prisoners are in society, but they don't vote. The criminals, though. Okay. I mean, to be, honest with you, to, to be honest, to be honest, they're not actually. They're, they're bunged up in prison. Um, they're not. They're not really in society. They're still a citizen of the country. They haven't well, had their the, citizenship revoked, for instance. Well, it's it's it's, re, uh, it's revoked for the period of time. In, in this case, it is sort of revoked whilst they're in prison, because after all, you've deprived them of their of their freedom of movement. So you have taken away one right. I mean, you know, why are you going to quibble about which right you're going to take away? You do a crime, you unfortunately, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have these rights. You're, and then very quickly, in a digression, very quickly, I don't even agree with what people call rights. I, I'm of the old school, which says that a right is something you have that cannot be taken away from you. So if you if it can be taken away from you, it's not a right; it's a privilege. Indeed, so it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so good point. yeah, so it is a privilege. Voting is a privilege. Freedom of movement in the society is a privilege, and we can take these things away from you. Uh, but for goodness' sakes, if if a person hasn't committed a crime and can physically and mentally vote, because not everybody can physically or mentally vote, and physically can't vote, if you paralyzed from unfortunately from you know neck down uh, we can't really get you to the voting station and so on and so forth so very few cases of that or you are mentally disabled in some way handicapped you okay. know so those those instances we we can all agree that those people unfortunately they can't take part but everybody else because how do you know the homeless people don't want as you know more consideration to try and get them more homes it's like we were born here and you 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 you're boating in all these people and you're giving them homes that really you're not giving us now, that's a legitimate point of view that's a legitimate argument but they don't have a voice and then you're saying because you're homeless you're not going to have a voice i mean that's really unfair man 
Well, no, that's that's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying that they're even though they're homeless, if they don't possess a mobile device, there may have to be edge case setups for people mm-hmm. like that, so yeah, that they can still vote. But the majority that, I'm, of I'm a happy camper. Yeah, the majority of the population should be able to vote. But I don't. I still don't believe, as you say, it's not a right. It's a privilege. So you need to know what you're voting for so it can't be just anyone blindly coming in putting a fingerprint and just tapping something without knowing what they're voting for they How have to be that? responsible by by checking them that they know what they're voting for so some strategic <laughs> questions no, some simple strategic questions not war and peace just before <laughs> they fill the form in what are you voting for what is this for and you have to say and you have to be clear what you're voting for. And then you then find, can vote. I'd love also, to find something for you. I don't know if I can within the restrictions of of this format where you and I are just talking and, and we're trying to just... Because I, I remember being at work one day and someone sent around... What did they send around? Uh, an email asking asking us for something. And when we read it, we, we looked at one another and we're like, what, what, what? <laughs> do you, do you understand what they're talking? You know, and you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're all not to um, be elitist or something. This was a software development house. So we were all educated people and we couldn't make heads or tails out of, out of it. You, you can imagine that the lawyer types, you know, the lawyers and people like that, well, specifically lawyers, they don't seem able to write a simple sentence. It's you know they're but so busy simple for one and not for another. You can't. They're say so, that. They're so they're, they try so hard to cover all the edge cases that they end up with this double double uh, gobble de gook that nobody can make heads or tails out of. Well, like, I mean that, that's not strictly true. They can do, and and there are examples of clear English sites, for instance, that do m- go out of their yeah, way to make it. things simple. So it's not quite. As as bad as you're making out, of course. It's it is it's it it's it always when you say you're gonna you see I never look at the, your intention, Tony. You are. I've, I called you a Marxist, and I, I really do think you're a Marxist. <laughs> you think I'm a Marxist? I really do. I sincerely <laughs> think you're a Marxist. Maybe you're a fascist Marxist, Marxist my friend. How can uh, I be a fascist Marxist? Yeah, one of those weird things that because you sit on the fence, but you face both ways at the same time. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, boy. like uh, the Roman god Janus, you know, faces both ways or something. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Um, this idea that you you've got good intentions, you know, but the road to, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You've got great intentions. You really, you really want what is best. But the thing is, you're not learning from history. The thin edge of the wedge is you've got to answer these questions, and the first few times. It will be straightforward, but little by little, the nefarious elements getting into, into in government will make it so that it, it it gets more and more difficult, and they'll start trying to weed people out. Like if you haven't read certain books, you wouldn't know what the heck they're talking about. No, you know, yeah, well, that is where it would end up. That's where you end up. You're, if you're, you're not if you're not leftist, <laughs> you're not leftist. You won't you won't get what they're talking about because it have been. Slanted. I, I'm sure the questions aren't going to be quite as. Or we will start arguing about the veracity or the meaning of the questions. 
people will start going, no, those questions are unfair. Oh, well, you know, but, but why would I know that? Anyway, you ask him about, about it's supposed to be, you know, should we allow uh, fishermen into the 12-mile zone? And then we're talking about this ecological what of the what of the what. No, I don't no, even understand. No, no. That's what, what I was saying. What I was thinking. That's your intention. That's what you're thinking. Right. Right. I'm saying that what you think and what you expect is not what is going to end up eventually being the case because they're always bad people who try to use things like you're suggesting to their advantage. That's what I'm saying. Right. What I was going to say was it would be something like, here's a photo. Who is this? And you've got three three um, choices and they're multiple choice. So you pick who it is and it will be someone of the current government or the opposition and you have to name them it's because that's what you're voting for so you'd have to at least have some modicum of intelligence to know who you're voting for and if you don't then what it will do not stop you from voting it will just say sorry you can't vote at the moment just watch this watch a couple of little simple videos and then try again so that this way people are informed on what it is they're trying to vote for rather than blindly turning up and putting a, a cross on a piece of paper and not knowing who it is for and that's that's all i'm trying to remedy it's just that it that it gives them that tiny bit of information so they're making a more informed choice now can you tell me what my objection to what you've just said is your object? No, I'm not a mind reader. So unless you've, so I've, already, I've, already, I've already told you my objection to it. You've just again said nefarious mm -hmm. people will change it and put someone obscure, and then they would not just just as that. If you start off with this, whose picture is this? Eventually, it won't be the, whose picture is this. It's whose picture was that, or who's this picture of from blah blah blah? And you'll be like, you, you will be one of the people saying. That's not the intention. That was never the intention. No, hold I'm on. always talking about scope creep. That's, that is okay. exactly what I'm talking I, about. I, I understand scope creep. But if you don't understand it, who, you, who you, you've got those questions wrong, the answer's there in front of you. You're, you're asked to watch a short video, 10 minutes. That's it. And it will know when you've watched it. And then you answer the question again. And you'd know the answer because it's in the video. So no. it's making it a, a, a available to you then and there. So your voting experience is a little bit longer. And But the beauty of it is that you could actually do this from home because your fingerprint or, or visual checks that will happen in the future can cross-reference who you are, know it's definitely you, and know when you're watching and able to vote. So I think the ref I mean, we've, we've digressed a little bit, but going back to your good point, which was people should have more referendums, I totally agree. And this is the facilitation of, a, of making that possible. So giving people the technology that can be audited at any time, randomly, spot checks, etc., to check the integrity of it, to ensure that the voting is clear, and done with all transparency and, and done properly. What I'm saying is, I can imagine a situation where they say, uh, where the question is, should we increase funding for the NHS? 
and you would think, yeah, okay, yeah, no, okay, what videos do I need to, who, who is this? And then they show you a picture of someone, say, who is this? Now, it's a little, little tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> tongue-in-cheek. They say, Who's, whose picture is this? And you go, I have no idea who this is. Clement Attlee. <laughs> Clement Attlee? Who the hell is that? Clement, Clement Attlee. And then they go, right. Back in 1807, <laughs> you know, you watched this two-hour history documentary. It's like, I haven't got two hours now. What the hell? You, you know, that damn person and his damn I ideas, man. I'm not sure it's going to be quite like that. Yeah, I think, it, won't, it, won't, it won't be in the beginning, dude. It won't be in the beginning. Look, look, at, look at the Brexit vote, the referendum for that. Hmm. Okay? Now... People went in and voted. There was a big number of people who actually didn't know what it meant. But they did vote because we say it's their right to vote when in reality it should be their privilege to vote. So if it's your privilege to vote, you should be informed of what you're voting for. But everybody went forward and we voted Brexit and it was a, a narrow victory for Brexit. But I don't personally believe that uh, although the vote went through absolutely fine, you know, I'm not a Brexiteer. I don't believe that the general population as a whole was adequately informed of the repercussions that would or could face the country and subsequently have done. And look at the incumbent government we have now. Oh dear, don't get me going there. But their, their decision-making should be uh i don't know i mean have you have you seen the markets just for the benefit of our us listeners out non, there non non british non non british we have, yeah we, we have, quite have a listeners few. all over the world so we do actually yes it's US. really really good actually but yeah our non british listeners who aren't aware of this our new incumbent government have uh, caused a ruckus in the uk tanking the economy even worse in times of trouble but the problem is this could have ripple effect globally this is why the, the magnitude of this is not to be sniffed at it can actually have ripple effects across the globe because of the incompetence of the current uk administration so we shouldn't be sort of saying oh they're a bunch of idiots and leave it there they're tanking the uk no they could actually cause a global problem with their stupid behaviour in in managing the finances of the British, the British, um, yeah, money basically. It's, it's Look, stupid. I'm I'm quite sanguine and quite happy with this situation because unlike you, I don't blame the people in power. I blame the idiots who put them in power. But we 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 have been voting, not we. Well, yeah, okay, we are we the voters yeah. have been voting for the same parties regardless of the fact that they have not performed. And new parties struggle to get through. Why should that be the case? I have I, I tried to vote for the Brexit party. I tried to vote for the Reform Party. I tried to vote for UKIP. Each time, stymied by something or the other. And other people won't vote with me. But And then when they vote for the same people who have been messing up for, for decades, they're surprised. They're like, oh, what's this? Why are you surprised? 
you keep you, everybody says Einstein said I'm not sure he did that uh, what is it madness is definition of insanity the definition of insanity the yeah. same activity and then expecting a different, different results result. why are you expecting different results why did you vote conservative why did you vote for labor if everybody would just go out in the next election and just vote for any other party but any other big three the, the 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 shock to the sister and then and then if you if you i mean look i'm sorry man how did Liz trust ever become a, par- a parliament have you heard the woman speak you know, when you talk about, you know, the word nincompoop, that's the word that comes into, into mind. She I haven't defines, heard that word for years. <laughs> she, she defines that word, you know, nincompoop. There's, there's a, it's a, it's people who just shouldn't be listened, you just go, nah, bruv. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, step down, move away, leave the lectern alone. Because she doesn't, she just, she's acting all the time. She, she, She's got this mind, you know, uh, the mental image, I think, of a sort mm. of like a Thatcherite kind of image. Much as much the same that uh, Boris Johnson had, had sort of the mental image of, of being like a Churchillian mm. figure. They, they are actually acting, play acting. They're not, they're not real. They're not, they're not actually doing what we need them to do. Being and, themselves, and being be, true well, to themselves and seeing And we should not. probably take, you know, we, a lot of people poo-poo the Chinese system, but I'm beginning to like the Chinese system a lot. Really, because we, the Chinese system is not the population that elects uh, the, the, the leaders. It is people within parties who elect the leaders based on what they've already done, what they've achieved. If you read what Z, uh, what's the Jinping? What's his name? Z Jinping. Uh, Z, uh, Z Zim, Jinping, I think. Z Jinping. Z Z is exercise. Yeah. Z yeah. Jinping. If you read what he's done through his life, you'll understand why he's the leader. He's there by merit. You know, starting as a teenager, as, as a teenager, um, uh, uh, organizing and volunteering, and and actually achieving. Not just doing the voluntary work, but actually making a difference in his community. And then the community pushed him forward. And to the community level party pushed him forward. Then he went a little bit higher to local government and what he did there. And then they pushed him forward to federal. And then what he did in his department. And then they pushed him. So all the time you get the people who are there in the Politburo, they're there by merit. It's not, you know, it's not campaigning and, and things. No, I don't think it's pushing forward as such it's taking the lead so if you're quite a strong like, character you can stand out that's that's how leadership i, I think it's achievement because which was what you achieve you if you if you if you're a minister for xyz and you just sort of push paper around and nothing really really happens you're not going to be put forward for the next highest level you are that's right because if you're a wallflower you don't get noticed but if you if you even talk the talk, that helps too. If you're quite a strong character as a personality, that helps too. All leaders in the world have strong personalities, and that's that's part of it. So not necessarily. I don't know where you got that information from. I'm just reading what I read about Xi Jinping okay. and okay. about the understanding that others have derived from that example. Uh, going back to um, German Mao, I suppose, but I'm talking about one before him. He's quite Mao Zedong. Uh, no. Was he before? The no, one he's before after, Zizhi, he? The one before Xi Jinping. Mao Zedong, wasn't it? Uh, no. 
Was he not? Who was before him then? Uh, yeah, a very uh, an old man. He didn't last very long, but he was truly revered. Oh, right. Yeah, I believe so. I believe it was. Okay, after. well, uh, okay. so this whoever it was was truly revered, and it was re truly revered because of what he had stuck through during during the the uh, was it the Gang of Four? Do you remember Mao Zedong and the Gang of Four? His wife and two other people who eventually got themselves into hot water. Anyway, the point the point is that I I like that form of leadership where you, you are you don't worry about doing things for the short-term gain of the next elections, but you're able to take the long-term point of view. Yes. Part of the problem is this less satisfied because I've got elections in, in, in four, four months. Apparently, now I'm going to say something here and I'm going to be very careful how I put it. If the idea that America is responsible for the attacks on the Nord Stream pipelines. The thinking is it was done for the short-term gain of looking strong in time for the midterm elections in November, and this is, this is September. So, that is real short term. That is an example which may be false because maybe it wasn't the Americans. So we we'll have to get that out there, right? But you can. But the idea is that Democrat um, governments in the, in the West who 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 face routine elections do things because that is the timetable that they that they're forced to do. In fact, you and I were discussing once. Sorry to go on a bit. You and I were once discussing, I believe, something about the monarchy. Whether monarchies should should, uh, should, should whether continue, monarchies should continue. Mm -hmm. and one of the the arguments for mon uh, monarchy is that they the monarchs can take the long term point of view. They can plan for 20, 30, 40, 50 years because they're not worried. They, so they can look deep into the future and think this is the direction we need to be going in. But not so um, politicians who like, look, I've got an election in two months, in two years time. If I do this and uh, let's say that quasi, quasi Kwarteng, is that his name? Yeah, that is his name. Yeah. Let's say that he's as brilliant as people say he is, because apparently he's supposed to be truly brilliant. I don't know. Right. Let's say he's as brilliant as he really ought to be. And he knows that what he is doing is eventually going to work out right. But in the short term, you see, in the short term, it's he knows that we're going to go through this trouble, and then he's he's he has to calculate that we'll be able to see the benefits of what he's doing before its elections. Otherwise, he'll be out on his ear, and that's that. But the problem with sorry, as you've brought him up in particular, the problem with what he's done, he hasn't backed it up with any figures. No. He hasn't provided the figures to show why he's choosing to do what he's doing. All it looks like on the surface, because they didn't actually get the output from, what's that department called? Something, Budget of Response, Budget of... Office of Budget, Office of Budget, Office of Budget Responsibility or something, yeah. Something like that. And he didn't get any of them to <laughs> go through his figures. So yeah, clearly he's that's Spook the market. Well, yeah, <laughs> what you say is it could be true. It could be the best thing since sliced bread. But if you're not getting your peers 
to review what you're suggesting it sounds like cuckoo land stuff it's not <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. someone's come up with trust trust economics <laughs> tank the country there you go well no. is he is he is he a pupil of erdogan of turkey no president erdogan of turkey no. because president erdogan's of turkey you see i listen to these people on um youtube and there's a gentleman there who is is quite mellifluous and soft with his words and i think he was describing trying to describe to his audience president erdogan's uh, <clears throat> economic uh, economic uh, plans for, for turkey and it's, uh, he he said something like i, I find I, f I find his methods arcane and hard to hard to follow <laughs> <laughs> Because, because uh, President Erdogan believes that the remedy for inflation is to pump more money into the economy and to lower, lower interest rates. Well, that, that doesn't that actually encourage people to spend? Yes. So that would fuel inflation, would it not? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's why it's arcane <laughs> and that's why i asked you is this quasi what's his face is he quasi oh i see from is the same school of thought so okay. the same school of thought that you go no, but, uh, but the thing is well hey right why are we laughing at, at, at them i'm not what about sure biden? what about biden biden's administration and um how but much the they spend the, 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 on the dollar's gone up though so what they're doing in the states is actually working because the dollar value has gone up. The dollar so value the has gone up because they've got, they've got the resources. I know. See, they can get away with it. No, they're, that's they're, right. they're, oh, but, but, I should have sent you this. Okay, we're but, talking finance here. Let's try and keep to the point, though, of, because I've got to challenge you in a okay. way. Because well, you, I'll tell you why. Mm. Because you say you admire these strong leaders, strong characters like uh, President Xi Jinping or Vladimir Putin, for instance. No, I used to admire him. He's not been strong enough for me recently. Okay. But they're the opposite of what we're talking about here because their regimes actually remove the decision-making from the individual and mm. bring it more central. The governments mm. in those regimes are the opposite to what you actually like because yes. rather than giving the the autonomy and the sovereignty i suppose to the individuals they are taking it they're making the decisions what they believe is best for their populations and in fact the populations can get quite upset but they have no say which mm. is really not the way i, I agree i agree oh, okay. but i've got i've got you see with me it's this do we have a strong leader or do we have a proper democracy? Now, what we've got here in the UK, I don't call a proper democracy. So we should have a strong leader. It's like, for goodness sakes, be one, you know, be one of them. Either be a, a democracy and we, we've all got our hands in the till um, and we all, you know, participate in, 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 in making decisions, which to me is the fairest, is the fairest way of doing of, 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 of communal living or do we have a strong leader who makes the decisions and knows what he's doing and goes ahead and, and, and executes these plans just you know, choose one and be one don't do this wishy-washy neither here neither there kind of thing 
where we, I mean, you say that uh, Vladimir Putin and uh, all these people, uh, Xi Jinping and what, um, whoever, they <clears throat> they are not really uh, beholden to their people because they weren't put there. I don't know about, about, about that in the sense of um, President Putin, but I was reading somewhere that Liz Truss was, was elected prime minister uh, based on something like 0.6% of the population or something. Exactly. That's what the heck? That's See, no that's one. wrong. I totally so agree. So how could they say God democracy? What kind of stupid democracy is that? Well, is, it's slightly better than if we, the, the, the idea being it was before the MPs chose exclusively, although we're in a parliamentary democracy, the they should choose who the next prime minister is themselves. If no, they shouldn't. They, Everybody no, should. If, it if, should if, go if, to the public in an if, ideal yeah, scenario. If, if when Boris Johnson had uh, um, left office, that should have been a general election right there. I, I agree. I have to agree with you. And, and they that way it would have focused minds a little bit more. But then again, they would have been fearful to get rid of the prime minister, even though he would have been bad on the chance that they would lose power. So that way you then leave a prime minister who's flawed leading the country. And I think we've had that, didn't we? Didn't we have that with when they were frightened to get rid of in the end? Was it Tony Blair or was it the guy Gordon Brown who took over when they didn't want to go to the country because they felt that um, Gordon the, Brown took over and it was it was only him hmm. that was so, put forward so it was like a coronation they were saying rather yeah than a, well this this deal vote. that they supposedly had the two men had wasn't it and they didn't want to go to the country because they felt that they, they'd lose and they, they did lose didn't they well lost pretty handsomely next time, yeah next time yeah so I mean he was a reasonable chancellor but I don't think he was a great prime minister let's be fair no I don't um, know why he wanted to a lot of these people, they want to be prime ministers, and then they get there, and you think, well, why did you want to be prime minister? But yeah, well, you want to be president, good. and then you get there, and then you're of America, and then you get there, and then you're not a very good... It's like, so what What? What did you want to be? It's like Boris Johnson. What did he want to achieve? He just wanted to be prime minister. To do what? He didn't, just he didn't for the have, prestige. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. He didn't, he, didn't have any, he didn't have any cogent plans, you know? It was like, what were you doing? I thought he... You know, anyway, so... Back to what we're, we're talking about. Yeah. Look at how New Zealand, remember we spoke about New Zealand and we were talking about, because they brought in a law that just basically banning smoking, wasn't it? Yes, but over a, a longer period, it wasn't immediate. Yes, but it but was still. for a certain demographic of young people. Right. And, and that to me is, is what should have gone as a referendum, as a question of referendum. To the, to the people. What do you think? Well, in that case, yes. I, I personally think that that decision should have gone to the people. I don't believe, I don't believe the decision about leaving the EU should have gone to the people mm. unless they're all informed because all the nuances of such a big decision, it should have been debated for yonks and the pros and cons done for, over a long period of time because the average man on the street does not know all the complexities of all the laws that are in place with Europe 
unless they made them all available and said, look, here they are. This is the repercussions. Every single one. There's 3,800 of them. There you go. This is what will be affected. Then uh -huh. decide so this that. video of yours, you see, this 10 minute video of yours is going to be, by the way, this is 3,800. And there's going to be a, there's going to be a, an examination afterwards. It will so you're going be. To have to score this is what I 80%. mean. 80%. And people are going to be like, why... yeah, forget all that, man. So that's not what it what it is. What and by the way, the press in this the establishment was was anti-Brexit. And they're being so unfair and being so one way is probably what swayed some people to think I'm going to vote the other way, just to be contrary. Possibly. And you didn't yeah. have a proper discussion. You're saying you should have a proper discussion. We couldn't, we Brexiters, look at the uh, the BBC. The, the, the argument was that the BBC didn't even bring on Brexiters like us to give our points of view. So how is anybody going to hear? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that, to be perfect. Yeah, of course you wouldn't, mean, course you wouldn't be uh, sure. But actually, people were making that complaint, and we're, we're still saying there's no remedy to it, which is why people like me, people like our good friend, who are the former uh, president of our Toastmasters Club, I don't want to name him because he's not here to say, but he, you know who I mean. Yeah. He's very solidly... Let's get rid of the BBC. This is where it came from. The BBC is not fit for purpose. This is what this is what we were complaining about. And a, 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 a panel of seven people were sitting there, and I was looking, watching this, and going, "Where is the Brexiter? Where is the?" I was I mean, watching. Yeah, but we've seen that a lot. But I mean, we're digressing a little bit. Yeah, are we? Because without point. information, how are people going to get? Without you, you're sort of blaming the people. But if we if you got uh, um, a the media. Which is controlled by the establishment, and you only get one point of view. How yes, are people going to? Lose how are people out. going yeah, to? No, I agree. You're not getting the information. information. Yeah, they're not. They're not. So what are you asking? What, I mean, this is what but, I'm saying. That I mean, flip it on its head. I think most other decisions are not as complicated as Brexit. Brexit itself was probably one of the most complicated ever. But what could have been made clear is also how the Northern Ireland situation. Could have been dealt with or presented or all the other factors what do you mean do by the northern trade? ireland situation because people not living in the uk we know what you're talking about what do you mean the northern ireland situation? well the the border between the republic of ireland and northern ireland there's a border there mm -hmm. but it's an open border because the good friday agreement was established which is an international agreement to ensure that remains open so when britain wanted to leave they knew that there were certain rules that had to be maintained. So and I disagree with that. As you know, we've spoken about this before. We have, we have. But that's not, we don't want to go down that argument now. I'm just giving a point just to explain that part of the, the Brexit referendum should have had more on that as well. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. There's, there isn't. It's, mm. it's even now it hasn't been solved properly. There's still issues in Northern Ireland trying to deal with this, this, uh, you know, the, the, the trade that's going on between the two. And the trade is the key because we're, we're, we're not producing everything ourselves. If we were, then we could say, OK, let's close the border. But we're not. We're not an island where we only we produce all our products ourselves. Yeah. We don't. The world is interconnected. So you can't have simple decisions of saying, oh, yeah, we'll just leave. It, it's too intertwined. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. No, no, we've gone too far. Okay. I said, I said, we'll just relieve. We won't close the border. 
we, the UK, will not close the border. Now, what you've done is you've put it all, the onus of everything, onto the Republic of Ireland. The Republic of Ireland then has to accept either an open border or close it. Either way, it's not going to be either they leave it open and it's fine with us, or they close it and then it's their problem. You don't have to make things your your problem. That was my solution. Yeah, but that's, the most that's walking away from a Good Friday agreement. That it's not walking away from a Good Friday because we are not closing. We will not close the border. No, we but will... you're you're undermining the whole program that was put together. I don't know what you mean by undermining. All I'm saying is I'm not closing the border. It's an open Part border. of the, the Good, Good Friday agreement, agreement was also included to not in any way cause jeopardy to that agreement. It wasn't just to set it up and then walk away. It was not to mess it up. No, I'm not and by it up. moving away using Brexit, because did you know some of the parliamentarians I'm not moving, I'm not moving forgot away. we had a border with Europe? They forgot. Okay, they so forgot. like I said, like I said says, we're not closing the border. Ergo, we are not moving away from the Friday agreement. Anybody who closes the border will be from their side of the of the thing, and they're the ones moving away from the agreement. And the, it's just that simple. Happy. We're happy with that. What? Well, why don't we just that. do it then? Just say we're not closing the border. Finish. But yeah, we're leaving. But we're leaving. That. But you have to to make sure that the Good Friday Agreement remains intact. You have to ensure that you don't break it. By really, I'm not breaking others. it. I'm not. I am not closing the border. It's so I'm not, not black and white because you then bring in food that you've brought in elsewhere. They have food they can't export out because of regulations. We're no longer in the EU. It, it, it causes turmoil and it's still not fixed today. This it's is part it, of the problem. Anyway, we're digressing. We don't want to have this discussion. We don't want to have that discussion today. It's not, it's not our problem. We're just talking about. We shouldn't have made it our problem. Well, it's not the our governments problem. making decisions for the population. Let's go back. See, to see, point. see, I would have been very, see, if I'd had a voice in that, I'd have been very, we, we're, we're not closing the border. We don't care what. See, you don't care. You've just said ah, why it. Would you I, don't yeah, I don't care. I don't. I don't flipping care. Yeah, we're not care. closing the. No, I don't. And I would vote this way, and then you would vote the other way, and then we will find out what the population thinks, and then the decision will be made. And and that would be better than you know, Bojo the case, clown. Then, in that case, the referendum should have happened with the whole of Ireland, not us. Why? Then they're not British. Doesn't matter. It's them that's being affected. That's their problem, my friend. It's, but it's that's some... Northern Ireland's part of the UK. No, look, sometimes what people do in one country affects another country. That's just the way the real world works. Yes. Oh, so okay. we don't we don't have to be goody teachers and say they're gonna why why should they vote in a referendum? They can they can vote their way. What they can vote to do is they can vote to be sensible, have the open border sensibly, and not try to impose their ideas on us. It's they can do that, toes, but hey, okay. They can do that, or they can go, yeah, 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 and then close the Do you realise that if 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 you did the hard Brexit that you were proposing, then the pieces there would have been absolute turmoil in terms of people's jobs, houses, interest rates, supply of food, and and you say that that was scaremongering. I didn't, say it was scare, I didn't say it was it was um, scaremongering. I'm one of the scaremongering people. What I'm saying is that we would have gone out, everyone, because the 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 consequences would have been both ways. 
and would have had clarity on just what these consequences are. Would have you had absolute do that. certainty. You have to do a risk assessment of what the circumstances are. He's not what I can and can't is. do. You're just oh, lucky God. that I wasn't in power because that's what I'd have done. Well, indeed. And then you can do it because I hate wishy-washy people say you can't do it. Do it. It's done. Okay. Boom. Okay. Then we it's see what the, hell the problem the consequences is. Of like I said, we will see what the consequences are, and then we will deal with them. That's okay. how life works. If do you, you have? Do you have? I mean, we're digressing here from the talk here, but Always. do you have life insurance, car insurance, house insurance, any of these insurances? Yes. Okay. Why? What do you mean why? First of all, car insurance is actually the law, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right? You don't have to have house insurance. Yeah, I, I think you do because it's a, I don't haven't been. If my you mortgage, have a mortgage, so. you do. Yes. If you don't have a mortgage, I've got a mortgage, you don't have to. so I have to. Oh, okay. Have a mortgage. Okay. Why do you think you? Why do you think the mortgage companies insist that you have house insurance? Probably so that they know, know that they can uh, get their money if it burns the If something happens, yeah, exactly, exactly. So the same is you do a risk assessment and you assess. I'm not the saying risks. that you never ever do risk risk assessments. We're talking about the Brexit thing. Yes, so don't, and don't the try Brexit to make it like thing. Tyre universally says universally you don't have risk assessment. I am no. saying that for the break, the best way to have left. Europe was just to leave. Day one, we've left. That will cause problems. Maybe planes can't land, maybe this can't this, but everybody thenceforth will, will know that this is not the bluff. No one can bluff anymore. This is the consequence. Now, sit down with, your, with the EU and hammer out a solution. But if the, if the EU says, is if the EU tries to play hardball, we have already left. We can play harder ball and say, all right, we don't want to discuss that now. You, neither do we. Leave it. Next. So, like the fish, you can't come fishing in our, in the, within um, our territorial waters because we've, we've left the EU. So the, the French fishermen are like, what the heck is going to happen now? Now, Macron has got a very simple choice. Deal with us reasonably or don't. We've already left. Your fishermen can't come. Finish. You're not, but you're not seeing that you're harming our fishermen. Well, well, you see, I've always thought of Brexit as an opportunity. You've always thought of it as a problem. Oh. I think that there are enough markets out there that we could have gone to and sold to. Okay, we've had Brexit now. How many have we sold to? You haven't had Brexit. You've had Theresa May, who didn't believe in Brexit. You've had Bojo the Clown, who I don't think even, I'm surprised you can spell Brexit. He's such a doomkoff. And now you've got even worse. <laughs> oh, so, I, we haven't had I've had this thing before. We've not had Brexit. Okay. And, and we would maybe if we'd had referenda, a proper one, by the way, what maybe you should be arguing is that we can't have referenda because we don't have proper independent uh, media. How are you going to have informed citizenry when you can't inform your citizenry? How are you going to manage that? that, that that's a good point, actually. So for referendum to be balanced and neutral, you have to have a media or... or or the news on has to be both sides and somebody has to present the opposite view. But if you don't have that anywhere, then yeah, you have a problem. That's what I'm trying to say. Do you know what, if, if it's coming to the end of the it show, is the end it, of the show, not far away, really. Right. I was thinking about this episode we're going to do. I thought about it for a while and I actually came to the conclusion that we cannot have a democracy when power is in the stewardship of a select number of people it just 
it, it's, it's just false. That demo, uh, demos crassus has to go back to the original Greek thing. One person, so that everybody, everybody has a say, but yes. because the, the demographic of the country is so big, logistically that can't work, but technology may be able to be. Yes, they have to now employ yeah. technology, but, yeah, but, in order but to do it. based on our discussion now, I've, I've moved away from that and I have to put an addendum to it. Okay. Not only do we uh, need each individual to have a vote, but we also need a free, unfettered media. So no so one can, get... can own more than maybe 2% of, 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 we certainly can have these giant corporations that own everything. I mean, the thing the cutoff is a 25. You can have 25%. Yeah, I don't think we can even have more than two or three or maybe 4%, maybe tops. There's not, tops. Enough, there's not enough out there that would be sustained. That's well, well it, 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 maybe we just need subsidies and whatever it is so that it is, so that even the, um, the village newsletter and things like that, they can get word, the word out. Possibly, but again, that would have to definitely be a referendum as well to say whether that is something that's feasible too. So, uh, well, we definitely need that because without that, we're, 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 look, you can't have, can you have a referendum, a proper referendum now about supporting Ukraine? No. No, exactly. We can't because we're not even here in the Russian side because there's been banned. So how are you going to have a proper referendum with, with, with people who know what the hell they're talking about? If yeah, you don't have a free, if you don't have a free, a free, free press, you can't have democracy either. So that's the other thing you can't do. Or you can't have the referendum. So you're taking away democracy. That's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, it's not true democracy, is it? Nope. Okay, going back to final. I mean, we're reaching the end of the show here. So. Going back to the point we were trying to make, should be should the governments be making decisions for their population? Because we didn't even we didn't even touch on why governments are formed in the first place. Because originally they're there to protect the population from intruders. And mm. what was the second reason? I don't think that was it. Was it? I, I can't protecting the borders. Yes. But, well, it started out as excuse me, it started out as being uh, well. well I said protection of the border, but obviously. Mm. Back in the olden days, and I mean really olden days, was protection of the village, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then villages uh, came together uh, to form stronger unions and so on and so forth. And I don't exactly know when we started getting proper, what we would re recognize today as government, but the Romans had the government. They did. So that's they thousands did. to 2,000 years ago. I suppose yeah. even the Egyptians had government under the pharaoh. It was a monarchy, wasn't it? Yeah, monarchy was Egyptian, but the Romans had had. What well, we recognise today, yeah, yeah, and the Greeks came before the Romans. So actually, the Greeks. Well, Greeks. again, but Indeed. Greek Greek government was like, yeah, because they actually elected dictators. <laughs> yeah, slightly different. Slightly, slightly different. different. Yes. Mm. So the I Romans think, actually had a democracy, didn't they? they Until the Caesars came in. They had a sort of democracy because don't forget that they had slavery and so on and so forth. They did, yeah. Slaves couldn't vote. No. And women couldn't vote, which of course no. is a good thing, it turns out. And, <laughs> and, and, and then <laughs> I think as soon as women started voting, no. Okay, so what's your decision? Come on, because we're reaching the end of the show here. So should governments be making more decisions? So scope creep. Should Obviously they be not. like a nanny looking after the population, telling them what they shouldn't, shouldn't do? 
No. Yes, no, no. No. I mean, I, I believe, well, although I'm going to make a, a, a point here, most people nowadays, they've got to so to such a point that they don't care. And that's bad because then the government assume and that's not a good way to be that if the people don't care they have to mop it up and sort it out and that's how they get in this scope creep because the individual is so busy living their life they don't care about the the day-to-day -day running of the country are you sure about that tony i think so can we yeah. look at can we look at what ursula von der leyen said and she said and like this is a quote uh, i was talking about the elections that have just uh, taken place in italy Yeah. If things go in a difficult direction, I've spoken about Hungary and Poland. We have tools. And this is from Reuters, published on the 23rd of September, 2022. I think we I have think tools. The tools are tools within the EU because you're abiding by the EU rules. And that's well, what they've got. Ma Matteo Salvini. Matteo Salvini. Sorry about the that the italian on the head, right head yeah, of, yeah, yes, yeah. yes he said in response he denounced her comments and said what is this a threat well respect the free democratic and sovereign votes of the italian people indeed and that is absolutely what they should should take into account they can't be making threats and that's some of the things that i do dislike about the eu yeah where... I'm, not, no, no, i'm not actually attacking the eu here i'm talking about when you said that the, the government functionaries take power and, and um, how did you put it, that they, they take over because the people are bored. Well, the people aren't bored here, the, one, the, the Italians, well, no, the but Italians they were told. voted for a party. Yeah, but they, they were being told which the way, EU. which the, yeah. the right way. Mm. So it's that interesting. Is not... Yeah, that's that's von der Leinen's comment, which is which is not very good actually. I'll be honest with you, didn't like that because if the the Italian public have chosen to vote that way, that's their right. That's the point of being in a democracy. So if they've chosen to vote for the right, they've chosen for the right. But mm. the EU, as part of the club, the club you've got club rules, and that's what they're they're sort of implying. So I think her words are a little bit too strong. And um, obviously, Salvini in Italy, whatever his name is, has responded in an equally strong manner. But anyway, here we, is a graffito that I, I got for you for this to end with. Okay. If voting changed anything, it would be outlawed. <laughs> Interesting final piece. Anyway, with that, we have reached the end of the show for another week.